0: Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horik and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the Martech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. Today, I have a chat with Luke Charlton. He is uh, an Australian who helped a lot of marketers uh, to generate tons of leads like 500,000 leads he's he is a, a very professional advertiser online and he helps a lot of coaches generate more business he helped people like Neil Patel so he's he, he really is an authority also called the Aussie Hermit welcome Luke could you elaborate a little on that introduction yeah, sure, sure. Thanks, Elise.
1: Yeah, so on Neil Patel. So I've been I've been hired by um, like ad agencies to to write copy, uh, ad copy for people like Neil Patel and Bob Proctor, uh, Mike Dillard, um, and uh, yeah, a few other other well known uh, coaches and experts online. And so I've been doing this since. Uh, since 2013, but the first few years, I wasn't doing it very well. <laughs> this is um, in relation to like growing my own coaching business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of struggles, which we can get into if you want. But um, I've come out the other side and and basically I, I run ads. I've been running ads for clients from about 2016. I've spent $16 million on ads, uh, generated them a lot of leads and a lot of uh, appointments, as you just mentioned a minute ago. Um, so helping them basically scale and convert paid advertising campaigns. And, and a big part of that uh, is also helping them with their email campaigns as well. So basically the way that I help um, coaches and experts and consultants get clients is with paid advertising and email, combining those two
0: uh, you know, mediums. And today, before we dive into that topic that we're going to do today, which is how to build email lists that gets you high-paying customers. Um, I First of all, I just noticed uh, on your website that you recently launched a podcast. What is that pos- yeah. podcast about? That's exactly what I just described. Um, yeah, I launched it a couple of days ago. It's
1: called the 15-Minute Client um, Podcast with Luke Charlton. And um, it's basically, that's the name of my program, the 15-Minute Client uh, so it's all basically it's all about you know getting clients with 15 minutes per day so you just send one 15 minute email per day and that's how you get clients so the the kind of the um the foundation episodes of that podcast i i go into my whole system and how you build your list and how you email and the email framework um so it's really um dives deep into that into that system in the first 10 episodes i just wanted to kick that podcast off with a bang and then um and then it's basically yeah it's a daily podcast giving insights um Basically, five to ten-minute episodes. Like if I'm, like I did one yesterday about a client campaign um, that I'm uh, that I'm running ads for, spending thousands of dollars a day, and I was breaking down an ad that I was that I'm running in that particular campaign that's very successful. So it's kind of like giving coaches and experts insights into very high-level campaigns, successful campaigns, client case studies that they would otherwise not get access to. Plus also just personal insights, um, marketing and business growth insights that I see throughout my day um, that I that are really valuable to help experts here grow their business and get more clients.
0: Sounds good. So I'm going to share that podcast in the show notes for the listeners yeah, exactly. so they will be able to find it any well on any pl- platform, actually. Um well let's dive, let's dive into this topic because um I think a lot of business owners and, and coaches uh, services professionals have problems in building their lists, first Mm -hmm. of all. And once they have built lists, they have problems in converting those contacts into contracts because, um, well, it's, it's, it's one thing to build a list, but another thing to build a good list. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. So (laughs) I'm
1: not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure if you expected the conversation to go this place, but I I actually recorded a podcast episode. I know it was yesterday or the day before. And, um, the name of the podcast episode is called uh, Flashing Your Private Parts to Attract Clients, okay? Mm -hmm. So basically, when I was um, dating, when I was single back in the day, uh, one of the ways I would um, get dates was on Tinder, like the dating app. Mm -hmm. And I'd have like dates with these women and like so often I'd get them telling me, yeah, guys just send me pictures of their junk, like just in the chat, like after they've matched, they'll just get random pictures, unsolicited pictures of a guy off Tinder, you know, his junk. And, um, and, and you know, what, one of the things that kind of blew me away is that that actually happens, right? And the second thing is, like, is that really, like, is that, let's say that that worked, right? And, and then that a woman you know, got this picture and she's like, yep, that's it. I'm done. yet. come over to my place. I'm ready to go, like, just on the very side of seeing uh-huh. some guy's chunk, right? So is that really the type of woman that you want to, you know, hook up with, right? So it's it, that wouldn't be, like, a high-quality woman that, that would have that reaction. And this is what I say. Um, it's similar uh, coaches and experts have like a similar approach, and I don't mean that they send pictures of their of their private parts to people. Although maybe there's probably been a desperate coach out there that needed clients that bad that maybe they have. Done that. <laughs> if but you find one, send, send it to me that email. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what I mean to say is, you know, the coaches are not really thinking, um, and experts don't really think deeper about who they're who they're attracting. Right. And so they think that by, you know, if someone's opting into their list, then that must mean that their lead magnet or whatever they're using to generate opt-ins is working. And what I often find is that the people that are coming onto their list are low quality. And I don't mean low quality people, I mean you know not motivated to invest, uh kind of like looky lose, and and don't have the money to you know spend two, three, four, five thousand dollars. Okay, so um, I'll give you a client case study example of how I've helped uh, my clients to improve their lead quality. So a a client hired me to run the Facebook ads uh, a couple of months ago and she had a lead magnet called, so just some context, she sells like done for you e-commerce websites. So her her lowest offer is Mm $15,000 and then the highest one is about $30,000. Um, and basically basic is kind of like business in a box. So she'll help you kind of find a profitable product or products to sell for your store. And she'll actually do all the tech stuff for you. Then she'll coach you to make sure all your everything's converting. And everything. So it's very kind of like hands-on, business in a box type thing. It's aimed at people that are really new to business that have not much experience online. Um, so very done for you. And um, so the lead magnet that she had, the, the thing that she was using to attract leads onto her list was something like seven... Um, Uh, Seven profitable, uh, seven profitable e-commerce niches. I think it was, and and that's not too bad. Like it it was getting sales, but the most of the people were kind of just looking. They weren't yet at that I'm looking to invest type stage, right? So we started working together, and I said, you know, why don't we create a lead magnet that um, you know that focuses on a segment of your market that is actually looking to buy, that's actually looking to invest? So I said, how about a lead magnet, something like. um, you know, nine done for you e-commerce stores for sale. Like here's just a list of literally like a list of her, her, like so on her website, she has examples um, of like stores that she's already set up. So people can see this is what it looks like. And I said, let's just take those nine stores and put them in like a, almost like a brochure, like a free guide. And we'll just advertise it. Like nine done for you stores currently for sale um, because they're already on her website. So we did that. And uh, not not only was it her best performing lead magnet in ter- terms of lead costs, like the leads were only like, um, I think maybe about like uh, $10 or so, whereas before they were a lot more expensive with the seven mm-hmm. niches one. Um, but the quality of those leads coming on were much higher because these people are looking to invest, right? Because the lead name is nine done for you stores for sale. So the only people really interested in that are people looking to, you know, buy, you know, buy or look at investing in business. So um, pretty quickly, we we noticed that the lead quality was better and she started making uh, more sales from these leads. So this is what I mean by, um, you know, thinking about your market on a, on a bit deeper level and who is like looking to buy or who is, uh, more motivated to, uh, more motivated to invest uh, and also spend uh, money
0: to invest as well. well that's a, that's a, some good advice. So basically, what you're doing is you're offering content that is a, is is somewhere like middle of the funnel or bottom of the funnel instead of let's say top of funnel content. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, it depends. Um,
1: so that was a really obvious example. I'll give you another one. So I had a client come to me. Uh, she's a coaching client, not, not a Facebook ad client. And and this is what I find with a lot of service professionals. They have like a really broad problem that they help. Like this particular one was I help people with anxiety. Now, mm-hmm. anxiety is, is very broad, right? So there, um, if she went to the market and said, hey, do you have anxiety? She would attract, again, a lot of low quality people that aren't going to invest $5,000 in her program. Um, you know, or a high price um, product, and and the and the reason why that is is because with a really broad market like that, whether it's just anxiety or depression or weight loss, like something really big like that, or like mm-hmm. business growth, um, those type of big markets are generally made up of of people that are new to that market, like newbies. Like most markets, uh, the broader markets are newbies. Like let's say weight loss, right? Do you want to do you want to lose weight? Most of those people in there are kind of like just. They're not that committed. That's just generally how most big markets are made up. So mm-hmm. if you do, if you were to create a lead magnet that attracts that market, like do you have anxiety? You're going to get a lot of people that maybe have a little bit of anxiety. Maybe they've had it it's come back, and they're kind of just interested in like, hey, yeah, I've got this anxiety. Um, you know, maybe a little meditation might help, or maybe a, a phone app or whatever. And so I said to her, look, you know, if you want to sell a high ticket offer in this market, we have to identify a segment of this market that is more motivated to invest. Um, and that's going to be someone that's in a lot more pain than, than just someone with general kind of like low level anxiety.
0: Um,
1: uh, so what, so what we did is she, um, we we found a niche for her, her story was that she actually suffered from panic attacks, right? Now panic attacks is a, is a much more severe form of anxiety. Like it's a niche. It's kind of like a niche within the market of, of anxiety. Now, if someone has panic attacks, that's obviously a lot more serious. Um, and, um. If, if it's more serious, right, then they're more and it's more painful, they're more motivated to invest. They're, and panic attacks is quite a unique problem. It's not just kind of this broad like anxiety. So that prospect, that's someone that would invest in a high price service. So again, this is why, you know, you want to think about who you're actually getting onto your list at, at a bit of a,
0: of a uh, more deeper level. So I love that advice. And I, I think a lot of uh, business owners Uh, Are thinking about it this way or are motivated to think, start thinking about it this way once they're listening to the podcast but the thing now is that once you have generated that content once you have put that together like like an ebook or some kind of uh, a lead magnet how do you get people to sign up there how do you promote it Uh, it's very
1: simple you just throw it in an ad basically so Uh like I, i i teach um like I, there's a lot of ways to generate leads. You could have like a, a webinar or a workshop, right? So you could advertise that to get people opting in, or you could advertise like a five day challenge, or you could advertise you could advertise a book for sale, like a te- like low ticket book or a low ticket mm-hmm. product. I teach um for because my market is coaches and experts earning under six figures that want clients. So I I say don't do the complex funnels for you. Like just keep it simple with a lead magnet because I know if I you know, I teach them the complex funnels. They'll be here for the next six to eight months trying to just get the tech together and the, and the, all the products that you have to get together or the presentation, whatever it is. And, and then they test it and then it doesn't convert the first time. And then they have to kind of redo it because it, it never converts the first time, right? If they're not a marketing professional, they have to kind of tweak it. But most coaches don't have the perseverance. They'll go and try a different funnel at that stage. They won't kind of persevere. So I say, look, keep it simple. Just have a like a short guide, like a, a checklist or a template or a script and um, you advertise that. Now, to your question, uh, one of the great things about a lead magnet is it, it sells itself. Like you don't need a lot of copy to get people opting in. So for example, my lead magnet that I advertise is called the nine email offers that get clients for free. Okay, so that's literally that when you when people mm-hmm. are scrolling through Facebook, yep. the headline of my ad is the nine email offers that get clients free. Now, it sells itself, right? It doesn't need explanation like it's it's nine email offers Actually, sorry gets get coached get coaching clients is what it is the nine email offers that get coaching clients for free so it's what is it it's nine email offers <laughs> who's it for it's for coaches what does it do it helps them get clients um so the the just the title will let people will kind of entice people enough to click on your ad and so you don't need a lot of copy to to kind of sell it because it's already already sold in a way that's the great thing about lead magnets they're very easy for coaches that are, and experts that are not like advertisers or marketing professionals to make work, to get people to, to opt in. So I just say, look, just, av- you know, create a, a great lead magnet that your market would want, that that dream client that's motivated to invest, um, has the money, create that lead bit of content for them and then you advertise it. And that process is like the hardest part is getting the lead magnet together. That It's actually quite formulaic once you get to the advertising part. It's just like, you know, setting up the, uh, you know, going to Facebook and kind of putting the name of the lead magnet in the actual ad and putting an image in there, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty
0: straightforward. But you gave some great advice on that lead magnet. And I think a lot of listeners will, will, will will be helped with this because um, they uh, typically don't uh, think about that lead magnet. They start promoting it once they have it. Um, and the way you approach is just to really think about what to offer and how to uh, appeal to, these high-paying customers, and I, I like that approach right. very much. Um, any tips on on that specific advertising? Is there, like you mentioned, some let's say costs of leads, cost per lead? Um, any any tips there that you have for people that uh, start it's hard advertising?
1: Yes, it's different for every market and every offer. Unfortunately, like there's a few variables in there, so I can't say like you know for my market. So again, I advertise to coaches. Um, you know, a good cost per lead is. Uh, anywhere from say uh, 6 to $10 in there. Like it, it varies on the day. It goes up and down. Uh, if For me, if it was like 15 to $20, that would be a little bit too expensive. That's for Facebook. Um, now, if I was advertising on YouTube, that the leads are a little bit higher quality. So I, I could spend a little bit more on that per lead. Um, so there's the variable from the ad platforms, plus there's variables on the actual offer that I'm giving away um, and also the market, right? So if you're in a broader market, generally the leads are cheaper. Um, and if you're in a niche market, um, generally they're a little bit more expensive, but again, it, sometimes they're not like I'm advertising for a client. She helps lawyers um, uh, put sell, uh, basically deliver, um, uh, teaches lawyers how to deliver, um, uh, sorry, testamentary trust, testamentary mm-hmm. trust, which is just like a more complicated version of a yep. will. And that's a really specific niche, right? It's a it's a very specific problem. Um, and her leads were like four dollars or something, uh really low, which is you don't usually see that for a specific niche like that. Um so it's it's really hard to give specific numbers for ad campaigns uh unfortunately um but generally I, I will say if you're if you're spending more than ten dollars per lead it's, it's something not it's probably something not right um with with your lead magnet i would say if i was going to give some kind of general answer 10 bucks you don't really want to go much over that
0: love it so thank you very much uh, luke for this very practical advice um, i know that you like short podcasts so i'm going to leave leave it to this um, maybe we'll have another topic in future but uh, i would like okay. to thank you for now thank you no worries right. thanks for listening to this episode of the marketing technology podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or itunes also if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum@marketingguys.nl. at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.